The Lewin Matt Podcast. Oh, I got this. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. Welcome to the podcast, the end of the week. Now, ordinarily, it will be littered with stuff uh, from both myself and Lou that we've done for the last few days. But, of course, Lou, you weren't here for the whole week Mm. because you were sick. Or were you sick as such? that's the big question, isn't it? So um, I just thought, oh, it's a coincidence that I got my COVID vax, you know, uh, Thursday last week. Yes. And then on, like, Tuesday this week, or Monday, I started to feel a bit, yeah, had a headache, had a little bit of a temperature. Just so, oh, I've obviously caught a cold. Anyway, so I got a questionnaire, a COVID vaccine questionnaire that the government sends out after you've had um, either first or second dose about what kind of symptoms or reactions you might have had, right, side Mm -hmm. effects, whatever. And all of those things that I experienced were listed in those possible side effects oh. seven days after the vaccine. So yeah, I went, I've got, I've got both of them here and I haven't done them. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm conscientious. I did mine. They give you one at three days after and then yeah. one at seven to well, eight days be it. after. It seems obvious now, just thinking it. It does kind of seem obvious. So okay. it was just That's a little bit of a de- delayed reaction. My yeah. incredible immune system has just... Just arced up a little yeah, bit late. Yeah. And, in fact, I think that's appropriate, Matt, because I'm late for everything. So, <laughs> I, so think, I think my body was just behaving as it normally does. Should we, should we, should we get into, into action now? No, just no, leave no, it. no, just wait. It's a bit early. It is Lou we're talking about. That's right. It is our master. She's always late. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, made an entrance seven days after. Love it. In your absence, uh, Lou, you're gone, what, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. Um, we did have to do a follow-up up on the hard waste thing. So as we said, as much as we wanted it to be back, oh, um, it went to it vote to back. in Albury City and it was knocked on the head because, of course, it was. We can't yeah. knew it would. Um, but we've got further discussions on that um, uh, as it pertains to what you've actually um, swiped from hard waste. Now, you weren't um, in that discussion, Lou, because I was talking to Shannon from Lavington about it and uh, mm-hmm. our Facebook page. But what have you scored from hard waste? Oh, I scored this awesome little tr- Tricycle. Um, way back when the kids were little, tricycle. I was looking at getting a trike for Sabine and they yeah. were so expensive. And I just yeah. happened to be driving past and this shiny blue little tricycle was on the pile. Good condition? Good condition. It had a wheel missing. Oh. But, but, you know, I, I actually live with like Michael the tool man, <laughs> who can fix anything. Yeah. Michael fixed it. He made a little wooden insert oh, for the wow. wheel and got a tyre and it was as good as new. It went through, both our kids used it and then we passed it on yeah. to another friend oh, and their kids yeah. used it. So there you go. If it was me and I had a kid, I would have just tried to fast track their learning of how to ride without a wheel without <laughs> a wheel on the side. It was one of the stabilising yeah. wheels, was it? Yeah, yeah. at the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been quite the same. <laughs> just lean over. No, not that way, not Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's uh, some interesting stuff going on, of course. A lot of stuff around uh, COVID vaccines, all of that kind of stuff, and sport too with AFL Swatters uh, AFL previews for this weekend's games. We'll kick us off. Talking footy with Swatter. Don't tell me. Don't believe it. Yes, and the great man joins us, uh, Wayne Schwartz. Good morning. Uh, very good morning to you, Knucklehead. Hello, beautiful. Hello. How's your week been? I wasn't about the same person either then. Um, <laughs> what is, how has my week been? My week's been um, okay. It's better now that we're out of lockdown. 
Yeah, um, Got a little bit of our civil liberties back Damn and uh, right. just enjoying that for the moment. Yeah, very nice. For the moment. Well said. Yes. Wise words at the end. Um, all right, let's uh, get some tips from you and... Uh, Look, let's start with um, the Carlton game tonight. It's St Kilda versus Carlton. And, uh, Lou, you know this uh, gentleman, a proud um, Carlton man, Robbie, um, a friend of ours. Uh, Robbie uh, heard you calling the Blues pungent, uh, Swatter. Did I? Oh, yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, fairly. This this is what he said, though, Swatter. Uh, He said, he is correct, exclamation mark, exclamation (gasps) mark. Wow, they've they've turned. turned. There you go. See, this is this is this is what I do. I give the people the truth. Yeah. So perhaps I should run for state or federal politics. Oh, please because do. Because we are bereft of that sort of stuff. Hey, Robbie, very very nice of you. I was expecting you to get a nice old clip along the way there. But, um, no, they have been pungent, and they'll be pungent again because they'll lose to St Kilda. <gasps> Hello. Now I'm surprised that Matt oh. even mentioned the first game because uh-huh. the, the the first game on Saturday <laughs> is a game around. that. Uh, Oh, there you go. What is, what is it, Matt? It's a game of the round. Oh, apparently, this is the game of the round swatter. God, What's that? If what it is, is it? we is are in big trouble. Who it is, is it? the Western Bulldogs and the Adelaide Crows. Like the Western Bulldogs, uh, top of the ladder, playing beautifully. Probably make it deep into the finals. Could even make it to the grand final. Yep. Why are they playing a team that deserves to be in a state league <laughs> it's competition? It's not even practice this makes for no the we'll It's a bit no, not even a practice game. We'll if beat you them. want to run into good form, you just go and say. There they are, <laughs> the Adelaide Smoes. We'll beat them like They've we been did on Melbourne. Thirty-five-year rebuild. All right, Gorgonski, ten-goal loss. Here's a spiff location: um, North Melbourne and Geelong, um, uh, Lunston, no, Tasmania. No, 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 no. Unlike your 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 diabolical, repugnant football club, uh, the Kangaroos are showing great spirit. Um, a couple of good wins recently. Uh, are really starting to put it together, and I think they'll lose, but it'll be an yeah. honourable loss. Can I take this opportunity, though, and send my warmest wishes to Ben Cunnington and his family at this oh, present Oh, yes, moment. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's got yeah. some health dramas at the moment. Wishing you well, yep. Ben. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, what about the Gold Coast Suns and Melbourne? No, the Demons need to... Oh, where's this? Is this on the Gold Coast? No, it's at... Met- oh, yeah, it is. It's at Metricon. Yes. I'm tipping an upset. Oh, get out! Ooh, hello. Whoa! Hey, hey, hey! Don't, don't, hey, hey knucklehead! I'm the expert, and I'm don't the tipster. One, you don't, you don't dispute my tips. Right. I'm tipping an upset. How about this one, the Swatter? Uh, Collingwood what? and the West Coast Eagles. That's at the G. No, West Coast will give it to the Pies. Absolutely, give it to them. Essendon and the Swans at the Gabba. Not a chance, Bombrays. The Sydney Swans are finals bound, but he's going to play until he's 472. <laughs> Sign him up now. Let's go. Is that the number of elbows he's going to give, or is that the number of games? Hey, uh, the hey, Hawks hey. and the Lions. If you can get away with it, you get away with it. The Hawks and the Lions? No, the mighty it's a Brisbane no contest, Lions. Isn't it? Uh, no, and I tell you what, I did like. As soon as I heard Eddie McGuire saying they're trying to get a hundred thousand people into the MCG, once again another call through to my mate at the Household and said, "I'll take another five thousand. <laughs> yeah. We're already up to fifty thousand, so they need to make sure that this game's at the MCG because all my Brisbane family won't get into it anywhere else. Oh, nice, it's true, very true. Uh, what about the, the Giants and Port Adelaide? No, no, the Giants have been not far behind the Carlton Football Club uh, this year. 
And uh, you know what I feel about the only good football team out of the state of South Australia, <laughs> yeah. and they will do this state proud do again. Yeah. The only thing oh. that the state of South Australia have anything to hang their hat on is the Port Adelaide Football Cup. Swiftly moving to the last game. And, uh, oh, poor Fife, too, is out for the year, which uh, just piles on the woes for the Dockers. They're taking on Richmond, but surely they can beat Richmond. No. Oh. Not without their skipper. And don't be so condescending. You didn't mean a single word that you said about Mate Fife. You don't care about anybody else. Poor lad. About your crumbling football club. So Fremantle will lose. That's all she said. That is all done. And before we go, when are we getting the tattoo done? Oh, when so are we getting it done? Well, when things, when we're free from, you know, the rules and regulations, Swatter. Well, there's no well, rule that says you can't shut get a up, tattoo Luke. at the moment. We're I've, out. Got a, I've, got a, I've got a backup plan. I've got a refrigerated truck with a little heater in it. Lefty and Bubba are going to drive it. I'm going to be in a box, and we're going to covertly come into the state of South Australia very quietly for about 30 minutes and put something on your skin and bugger off. There he is, Wayne Schwartz. Beautifully said there at the Nicely end. Nicely done. <laughs> it will happen. I'm a man of my word. Yeah, I'll look at it. definitely. One day. At the movies. Yeah, just the one new release at Region Cinemas this week, and it's called Jungle Cruise, and it stars... Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. We're giving away tickets, actually, in our Wheel of Games, which is uh, weekday mornings from about 6.30. But we need a review, don't we, Lou? We certainly do. And our man Shane A. Bassett is going to give us just that. Morning, Shane A. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, Matt. And you know what? This is a really good movie, Jungle Cruise. I was surprised. I know I say that nearly every week, but this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, you do. Now, the trailer makes it look like it's uh, kind of Indiana Jones vibe. Yes. Is, is that the, the gist? Yeah, well, funnily enough, as much as he has a big presence whenever he's on screen, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually takes a step back and lets Emily Blunt do a lot of the action and adventure work in this, and it reminded me of her stepping into the shoes of uh, Indiana Jones or or the movie Romancing the Stone, which was a Michael Douglas Kathleen Turner classic. Yes, indeed. Oh, awesome. Well, it sounds fantastic. I like the look of it. Um, now, if you like, uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, what's Jolt? Jolt <laughs> kind of shocked me. Pardon the pun. Uh, it's about Lindy. Uh, she's played by Kate Beckinsale, and since she was a little girl, she's always had these serious anger management problems and issues that she just loses control. Now yeah. she wears a vest under her clothes and a little button in her hand. So every time she thinks, "Oh no, she's going to hurt someone," or lose the plot. She presses the button and it calms her down a bit. However, she goes on a couple of dates with this new boyfriend. They kind of fall in love pretty quick, but something happens to him oh. and she snaps. Oh, I'll leave it that's that. good. I like Kate. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a comedy, is it? It's funny at times, but a very dark comedy. Okay. Um, I like dark comedies. Do you remember the movie Lucy with Scarlett Johansson? No. Oh, okay. It reminds me of that one, if you know that. Oh, have a look. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, here's a horror one, which is always awesome. It's called Sun, S-O-N, Sun, um, and it's on Shudder, which is the um, streaming service just for weirdos like me who love horror movies. What's this one about, Shane A? Shudder is a a terrific streaming service if you love horror or thrillers. There's so much to choose from on there. And this is a Shudder exclusive. Uh, Look, one of the best films of the year and I'm not going to say that lightly because honestly I my eyes were wide when I was watching this thing it's about a a girl who escapes a cult she's brought up in a cult um, but she escapes that fraternity and eight years later she's now a single mum 
And all of a sudden, these people start turning up and appearing around her house or inside her house, and they want to kidnap her son. She has to protect him. Great movie. Love it. Oh, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to get shuttered just for that. Um, all right, okay, Shane A. Jungle Cruise, Jolt on Amazon Prime. Sun is on Shutter and Jungle Cruise at Regent Cinemas. Thank you so much, Shane A., for casting your experience gaze over <laughs> the new releases this week. Oh, I love passing on my obsession with movies with you guys. No problem. Have a great day. A Triple M Japanese. <laughs> Summer Sports Carnival Update. I guess indeed, and if you were watching yesterday, you would have seen the amazing win by Ariane Titmus, who won gold in the 400-metre freestyle. It was an incredible performance, but arguably even better was the performance of her coach, Dean Boxall, who went nuts in celebration. I mean, he is going crazy. <laughs> my, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ah, uh, nice one, Dean. Oh, you've got to see it, honestly. I can't do it justice by, justice by explaining it. So track it down on YouTube or something. It's epic. It made me think, though, of some of the classic types of sporting celebrations. So let's go. Matt's List. Here are my top eight types of sporting celebrations. Number eight, the I've Just Fainted. Now, tennis players have perfected this one where you fall down and collapse, ideally with completely splayed limbs. That's a classic. Number seven, the I've Gone Too Early. This is my personal favourite. Uh, this is the kind of celebration that will get you turned into a meme. The best ones are the running races, like this guy who was celebrating with the crowd before the finish line. You idiot. For it. There's a moral to this story. Yeah, it looked like a coronation for Tanche Pepio. He's getting the crowd. He wants the crowd to cheer his performance. And at the end, he gets pipped. He gets pipped by Marin Simon of Washington. And you just can't do this kind of stuff, Lewis. <laughs> yes, you can, buddy. Keep it up. Uh, number six, the inappropriate touching. Very much a team sport thing and perfected by Merv Hughes. A pat on the bum, a little tongue down the ear. Nothing wrong with that when you're celebrating a wicket. Uh, number five of the top eight types of sporting celebrations, the I can't believe I just won as perfected by the one and only Stephen Bradbury. Bradbury, who is in the perfect spot, skates over the line. Australia's first ever Winter Olympics gold medal, Stephen Bradbury. The look on his face, what the hell just happened? And number four, the we're putting on a little play. Ah, yes, theatrical choreography. This one is particularly refined by American football. You know the type of thing when there's a touchdown, they do some stupid dance or weird thing like these guys. And look, he's gathering the rest of the linemen so they can do their thing. Is this, is this really a thing? I'm a little concerned right now. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing a thing. It's hard to explain. Um, number three of the top eight types of sporting celebrations, the I'm too cool to celebrate celebration. Now, a lot of soccer players love this one. Just scored a match-winning goal, just coolly walk off, telling everyone to shush, but letting everyone else go nuts at the same time. Uh, number two, the ugly crying. Now, we've all seen this one. Sports star wins and breaks down like they're watching The Notebook, or in my case, Bridge to Terabithia. Don't ask. That movie gets me every time. And the number one, this needs a drum roll. The number one of the top eight types of celebrations. The going nuts. The best proponent of this celebration style was, of course, the legendary Laurie Lawrence. Where's the animal? Where's the animal? 
And now, where's the animal from 1988, of course, the Olympics? And now Dean Boxall enters the pantheon of sporting celebration legends. Well done, champ. A Triple M Japanese (laughs) Summer Sports Carnival update. Oh, and of course, um, to to Ariane, obviously. Great work. It's Lou and Matt for breakfast. Let's talk vaccines. Sally Squire from Albury Wodonga Health is with us. Morning, Sally. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lou. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Now, how are we going for uh, for vaccine appointments, Sally? Well, Lou, we've we've seen um, a real increase in demand from our community coming forward for vaccination over the last couple of weeks, and I think that's been linked to our increase in availability of the Pfizer vaccine, Um, but we've been really pleased. Um, uh, Our numbers are going up every day. Yeah, now I I did... um... I uh, did notice that in the news yesterday they were saying that they were potentially going to take some Pfizer from regional New South Wales to send to Sydney to give to HSC students. Now, does that mean that any of our allocation will actually be going? No. Well, we receive our allocation through Victoria. Ah. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, not aware of any changes to the supply that we've been um, receiving. So what's the waiting time now? If somebody uh, rings up to make an appointment today to, to be vaccinated, what's the average length of time they'll have to wait before they can get an appointment? Oh, that's a good question, Lou. Um, it would also depend on what type of vaccination that people are looking for. So we know at the moment people aged between 40 and 59 are eligible for the Pfizer vaccine, um, which may have a little bit more of a wait at yes. this stage. And those that are aged 60 years and older are eligible for AstraZeneca. Yep, yep. So, of course, we have a couple of other people, um, uh, certain specific groups in our community that are aged between 16 and 39 who are also eligible for Pfizer right now. And they're people um, who work like frontline healthcare workers, disability and aged care workers, um, people who are travel with a travel exemption, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people, and and pregnant women um, also fit into that category too. Gotcha. Uh, Mm. Um, When do you think we're going to reach um, 70 or 80% here? Are we tracking to to, to get that by the end of the year, (laughs) do you think, Sal? (laughs) Well, uh, that's certainly our goal at the moment, Matt, and it's um, something that we're working really hard to... um, to, to target and of course we're working really hard with our communities within our catchment as well um, so our uh, our hub and our public health unit are providing vaccine, vaccines across our region um, so across sort of um, North East Victoria and Southern New South Wales into Albury so you know we're working really hard to achieve that goal but obviously you know we need to make sure that we've got a consistent supply of yes. vaccines yeah, so we can keep those um, targets in our sites. Now, Sally, just um, out of curiosity, uh, for people that are opting to be vaccinated um, by their GPs or at their GP mm. surgeries, um, is that also free, exactly the same as if they go to any of the vaccination hubs? Um, Lou, that's a good question, and I think um, that would be something that um, people might want to talk to their GP clinic about okay. um, and uh, just make sure that that's on a case-by-case basis as they talk to their, G- their GP. Yep. 
The, yeah, the other thing that we're starting to see across our region um, in some of our more rural towns um, is some of the pharmacies are starting to open up and give um, vaccines as well. Yep, yep. All right, so plenty of opportunity to get it and mm. we want, as obviously, as many people as possible because it's very clear that the only way we're going to get out of all of these lockdowns and rules and regulations en masse is to get vaccinated. So we've, we've, yeah. we've got to do it. So uh, jump to it, both Lou and myself. We've had the first dose. It was easy. Go and get it done. Yeah. Book online um, through the COVID hotline number or you, um, sorry, through a, the online portal um, or you can use the 1800 number to, to do a booking. And I really would recommend that you book so you've secured your spot. Great idea. Sally Squire from Aubrey Wodonga Health. Thanks for chatting. Sad news yesterday with confirmation that Hard Waste Collection will not be making a return in Aubrey. A couple of days ago, I asked the question on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, what was the best thing you scored from the Hard Waste years? Now, mine was a toasty sandwich press that I swiped from Hard Waste. No, it's a true story. And then made my mate a toasty without telling him. It was a classic gag. He didn't like it. Uh, on one triple three five three, Shannon from Lavi, what's the best thing you scored from the hard waste collection days? One of those arcade machines, you know, the ones you sit down at, at the fish and chip shop. Oh, get out. No, not get out. How long ago was this? Oh, this is over 10 years ago. I mean, I was still at uni. <laughs> awesome. Don't even ask me what I spent to fix it, though, but... um. <laughs> We've got Galaga. Is that how you say it? Anyway. Oh, man. You play that, yeah. That's so awesome. Did you have to, uh, did you spot it first and then go home and then get the appropriate vehicle, come back and score it? I or? did. Yes, I had to get the mates involved. So yeah, yeah. Was they it were a nervous? Totally on board, though. Was it a nervous drive back, thinking, "Oh, someone else has scored this damn thing"? Yeah, well, it was nervous because it was covered in stuff too. So I was a bit worried about how long we'd take to remove, you know, the pictures <laughs> up against it and That's stuff awesome. that we got there. Uh, thanks for that shout out too to uh, Scotty who put on our Facebook page. He scored a battery-operated ride-on esky. The bloke had lost the charger and it was missing the battery, so he threw it out. Scotty collected it, and now it works an absolute treat. I remember those days. They were so cool. Let's talk COVID tests, Lou. Um, you had one uh, a couple of days ago. How many is that for you? Number six. Number yep, six. Yep. That's I am, solid. I am actually keeping a tally of how it's many. A solid number. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think it's up there. I've only had uh, two. Yeah. Um, which is uh, more than enough, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it got, got me curious. I did uh, put it up on our, our Facebook page, more on that in a second, just to see if uh, some people could break that number. But uh, we did actually talk to our mate, Paul the Truckie. Now, he does a variety of different runs. He's based in Melbourne. And we asked him how many he's had. Here's what he said. I've had five, mate. I've had uh, two in the last couple of weeks because now that I'm uh, doing interstate, um, every time we come in and out of uh, the greater Sydney or the Sydney area, back into Victoria, we have to have a, uh, a COVID test every week now. So, yeah. Uh, oh, so because it's a new route for you, so it, you'll be having one every week? Yeah, I had one uh, on, on Monday, and that obviously came back negative. So, But every week, um, interstate truck drivers out of Victoria... Uh, have to have a weekly test, and the, the guys coming out of Sydney uh, have to have one every three days. And that brings us to Ross on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, who uh, said, one nearly every week since COVID started, joys of being an interstate truck driver. Yep. At the moment, three a week. 
because oh, I have wow. to go into Victoria, so he must be based up there in Sydney. Oh, Three tests a week. thing, Ross. I feel sorry I for know. Him. Other than that, um, uh, a lot of people, a few people have managed to get away without having one at all, including actually my girlfriend's. She hasn't had one. Has uh, she not? No. Justin has had five or six. Shelley's had about eight, she reckons. Now, this is an interesting one. Vaughan on our Facebook page says, now that we have to do a test each time before going up to the snow... Double figures are on the way. Oh, wow. On your vaughn. Keen scare, obviously. Yeah. You have to get a test now <laughs> yeah, before you, you lob up there. Um, so, anyway, there we go. That's uh, really interesting. Uh, we feel for the truck drivers. Don't <laughs> having that oh, thing jammed up ever. your nose three days a week. Yeah, gosh. Hopefully, it'll be over soon. The Lou and Matt Podcast. Oh, I got this. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. That's it for the Lou and Matt Podcast for the week. We will be back Monday from 6. Yeah, that's on the radio on Triple M and the next podcast released on Tuesday. Catch you for that.